This is JFM Podcast. beautiful morning to you there and thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to the show Let's Talk. It is the 19th day of December 2023 and now me welcome you into another new dispensation. A lot of things to talk about. Um, Senatorial rerun elections. We would speak about them. The situation in River State would also touch light on that and also in Undo and also INEX INEC actually considering February next year for the rerun elections and by-elections. All of that we will look at within the hour. Well, welcome to the show. My name is Abigail Seaman and I'm not alone. Gilbert Joseph is right here. Good morning to you, Gilbert. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning, our listener. And welcome to yet another edition of this great morning show. Mm, wow. It's a good day. Um, just before our guests will join us for us to discuss um, that of the Plateau rerun elections, um, just a few things that we saw on papers this morning has to be a, what we will call, should I call it a peace treaty uh, with, between Wiki and Fubara? And one question comes to mind, did he, have to, did he have to get to that point that an agreement had to be signed for one person to see that, oh, I should allow this person rule, he is governor so he should be the, be in charge did he have to get to the point where 27 members of the house had to defect to another party did he have to get to a point where even commissioners were resigning from from their positions because of what seemed like a godfather and um, godson tussle well in my head did he have to get to that point this was something that um two forbid me to use the word two grown adults could have just sat and not creating chaos and creating crisis in the political sins of river state and just said and just come together and say you know what um, we might not agree on everything but there are a few things that we can agree on i think this was long overdue and it didn't have to get to this point what are your thoughts on, on succinctly said abigail and mm-hmm. i quite agree with everything you said regarding the situation in river state um for one it was needless looking at at the time um fubara came on board as governor yes. and just look at the short span of time and my opinion has always been that they didn't exhaust all the mechanisms available at their disposal before going all out to wash their underlinens in public mm. and that was in the very least uncalled for you Fubara you were able to ride on someone's goodwill Yes. whether you like it or not before very you true. became governor mm-hmm. so why in the first instance there are people this person listens to have you reached out to these people? In fact, before you even talk about reaching out to these individuals, have you attempted to have a closed-door chat with him and, and say, look, sir, these are areas that I would give in and these are areas I wouldn't budge into? I don't think that was ever exhausted. Now, if it fails, ever if it fails, that's when you can involve third parties 
And yeah. Peter Audley was in the Aso Villa yesterday at the meeting with Mr. President when that happened. So if there are people like this who can get involved at some point, why didn't you in the first instance bring them on board? Tell them that these are my challenges and these are the concessions I can make and these are the concessions I can't make. And after all, negotiations are about concessions. Actually. You have to give a part and allow a certain part to take the other part. And that's what happens. And I don't think that um, the FCT minister is not human enough exactly. to listen mm-hmm. to you know his own side of the story it was just too quick too quick and it was more like too close and yet too far that's the situation that happened and that's what you know fubara got himself caught up in but i don't think that this truth um is yet the final end of um this whole drama unfolding in river state so you think there's still more drama there's to- still more to come mm-hmm. they still they just went there had a sit down mm. perhaps um the respect they had for mr president meant all of them accepted and made concessions before the president after all they have been with the president in a meeting before mm-hmm. and that was when we saw the heated exchanges in the river state house of assembly mm. when the impeachment um, procedure all began so it was after they met with mr president something again there were concessions made but not all parties were able to implement that. So it's easier said than done in the true sense of all of these events. Oh, interesting. Um, do, do you think that having the precedent there, uh, it's more or less like, um, yes, we agree, but it would be deceitful on their own end if they make such agreements right there and they go ahead and do another thing. I, it just reminded me during the electionary period or the campaign period of other People's Democratic Party where we had the G5 mm-hmm. governors against... The integrity group. Yeah, the integrity mm-hmm. group against Article, and it seems like Article was definitely walking alone because the powerhouse of the G5 they were really top governors of, of states sure. and people who had um, says in when it comes to politics and the internal affairs of the PDP and we saw how that even affected Article mm-hmm. at the polls when you do not have um, key, um, key state me to use what key stakeholders not canvassing for you to become president and now that we're seeing that now in river state we're seeing that of wiki and fubara and there's the president intervening and we're hoping as you said there might still be drama to, to unfold because Absolutely. you can tell that yes i've won the shoe yes there's a bit of space doesn't mean that my legs wouldn't grow soon enough and it will soon become tight i like that scenario yes so um you i i don't know i don't i don't want us to sound like prophetess and prophets of doom but at the same time it's nigerian politics it's almost like you do one good, it's like 10 bad just shows up all of a sudden. And now that we're seeing that um, the impeachment proceedings have been dropped over the governor, I'm hoping that this would allow the governor actually pen down or put down policies to that would um, be in favor of the general rivers um populace and i'm hoping that they allow him rule it's the same way um when all those um, court cases started coming up for different states and in my head i'm like this is going to be interrupting or disrupting what good governance should be like or governance should be like in general you you can't you can't be having court cases and you think that um, these governors will want to act upon it they are more concerned about winning their cases and you see that it, it it draws them back on actually implementing policies that they had said they would and um, I'm also, just to digress a bit, when it comes to the whole judiciary thing and having court cases, sometimes before you, I'm, I'm of the opinion, I know a lot of people um, would say they don't think that way, but hey, we agree, we disagree to agree, actually, that um, before you swear in a person, let's finish the court case first before you swear in the person. Because when the person gets into office and you have these court cases coming up or the impeachment proceedings coming up, you just more or less like you, if not for a person who is strong-willed, 
to want to govern, you dampen the spirit of that person. Yes, and you just leave the person in the state of, um, you know what, um, Permit me to say in pigeon, make I just rest. Let me just be left to rest because it's a lot of it's a lot of things. I don't know if you share such sentiments. Yes, yes, too. I share such sentiment, and it's part of actually the recommendation of the Justice Always Committee report mm. that elections be held um, six months before swearing in, yeah. such that you can have some of these cases put to bed, and then people are allowed to govern. And one of the issues that the Council of States and of course. Um, the uh, Federal Executive Council, the drawback they saw in that is to the effect that when you hold elections as far as the day of swearing in, it means you have two people um, that wield the same sort of power, that wield the same sort of... So, um, you'd be wondering, you see people visit Aso Villa and people still visit the residence of the president-elect or the governor-elect mm-hmm. as, you know, just whoever is wielding positions of authority at these different levels. So, um, they said it was going to be a huge distraction in the polity and that's why, according to them, yes. uh, regardless of all of the things they said, I'm not really happy that there was never a conclusion reached about that committee's report. And that would have helped us solve this problem you've spoken about, Mm. Abigail. But um, to return to River State, and you made mention of the need for the people of that state to see the business of governance on the ground in the state. Really important. And one of the resolutions reached yesterday by Mr. President and the two factions, excuse me, is that, look, the governor has to represent the budget mm. to the state house of assembly in such a manner that allows for divergent you know panel beating of the budget and all of the necessary procedures mm. held um among the more than 30 members of the river state house of assembly as against the five people because it was before four house members yes. and one speaker that the governor presented that budget and mm-hmm. it was passed to law so the president has said look allow for a truce, allow for peace, and allow for the State Assembly to agree on where they are going to sit and also look at this budget as well as other house business. So really Mm. important that that takes effect. But like I was saying earlier in the morning, I think this is more a political solution that favors one party. If you I, have I want to agree members, with you. Yes, yes. 27 members of that assembly defected to the APC. Or are you saying, okay, they would hold an advanced party kind of affair for the governor before eventually mm-hmm. he defects himself to the APC? Or are or they going to return to the House as PDP gets, members? Gets. So mm. these are some of the issues that for me are loopholes in the agreements reached by Mr. President. But in the end, it's peace that the people of River State want and the one question I'm going to say before I allow you, mm. you know, have your say on this is, how about the people who came out to stand by Fubara? Mm. Do they all share in this agreement that the man considered to or that he gave the nod to? Or if they go back to River State, these people will say, look, you accepted to something that weren't party to and we wouldn't allow for this to happen or they would leave the money. I don't know. I don't know how that would unfold. So, it's mm. part of the reasons why I said this is far from over and it just got me thinking do you override the law for peace or do you override peace for the law because um, according to the law fresh um, elections are supposed to be conducted for the 27 and defect- the vacant position vacant position so signing to the agreement and is the pdp has written to INEC. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm, that's, I'm just thinking about it. Are they returning as PDP members? Are they still returning as um, um, what uh, defectors to the APC? I, I don't get what the stance is because it's almost seeming like um, when it comes to our laws, it's like it can be for some, it can favor some, it can be bent and it can be um, 
reinterpreted or rewritten just to favor another body because according to the law they're supposed to conduct fresh elections because um, they have defected and based on them and the, their their argument is that yes there were some loopholes in their parties and that is why they have moved to the next party they created an artificial crisis yes it's really artificial <laughs> it's as far as i'm concerned it's an artificial it's cri- like it never exists it never anyway. existed yeah. anyway <laughs> and then was the the agreement where um, he has to rep- represent again and the 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 budget well i i agree to that yes because that's what the house is for is to be able to scrutinize that budget properly you might have four people and then the speaker they might just say yes 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 to everything that you say but diverge the um, opinions or divergent opinions is actually what is needed so you scrutinize it um critically to see that um at the end of the day the people who will benefit from this is are the rivers populace who are definitely the ones who are under your regime or under your leadership under your government so you cannot just it's not a walk in the park i don't think governance is a walk in the park it's not something you just sleep and wake up and say i want to be governor everybody should clap for you and after clapping for you you are you are allowed to do what you want to do a lot of scrutinizations will come out a lot of criticism will come out it's not in your place to sieve and take the ones that you know that yes are really good criticism and put them into work but for fubara i I want to believe that um, the people voted him apart from riding on the goodwill of uh, um, the former governor and the current minister but i want to believe that um people who went out there to vote voted for him to be to be governor i'm sure they believe in what he can do for river state um so i think everybody for rivers um just stay open-minded and um as you said more drama on food i i like to call nigerians and thespians we're all acting we're in the theater hall and we're all just showing our character and showing how best we can play our role who is going to be king and who is going to be the subject or servant you're right. I like the final notes. You know, <laughs> we're all actors here. Yeah. And like someone said, it's just that we're not aware of the who or the why exactly. that we're here. If we can only find that, then I think we'd, we'd do a better job in acting, mm. all as Nigerians, because in the end, we want a better country where things go um, like you would ordinarily have in mm. civilized societies. And we want to live the good life. Actually. That's what government is all about protect people guarantee their welfare and security of their lives and property that's what's all about but i mean i mean for fubara for, for fubara you should have managed this better and there's this whole narrative being pushed mm. about do you know an german do you know an german i don't know who who is bringing all of that look we have heroes across all tribes yes we do in that. so there is no point glorifying a certain tribe as against the other and all of that Wiki wasn't an German, but it took heart to take certain decisions that he took as governor, even mm-hmm. as FCT minister. You see the way he's demonstrating, you know, heart, character to take certain decisions. And this is what is expected, not to just say, look, I'm from this extraction and um, I can take tougher decisions. Tougher decisions in what sense? Do they guarantee peace? Do they guarantee stability? Mm. And I think that's what he has to prioritize at the moment. Because River State, I mean, the whole narrative, it's a place I've been to, it's a place I've lived in. Um, the whole narrative about elections is, it's more like, I, I use the word brigandage carefully. Mm. When you hear politics in River State, people scamper for safety. People even attempt to leave River State and say, look, I'm returning here after the elections to continue my business. And that's not what you want mm. from a state as, you know, as sophisticated as River State. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, they can do better. 
the whole actors in that state can do better. And a political structure is really relevant. Mm -hmm. When you talk about structure, that is what people... You saw the whole narrative about Obi. Yes. But in the end, people who said he didn't have a structure forgot that he proved he had a structure. structure yes. Do you get? So it's important. Either ways you want to look at it. For Wiki, he's more concerned about the system, about these people, these power brokers that agreed to work, you know, to bring you on the board. And for the benefit of doubt, mm. I think politically, Wiki is an asset you would rather have than lose in Nigerian politics. A system like ours that guarantees you winning and winning in the end is all that counts. You'd rather have somebody like that than have him on the other side of things. As minister, we saw how he gave the former governor of the state, Rutimi Amechi, a run for his money mm. and eventually became governor. As governor, we saw all of the battles he had to undertake. Yes, we saw you know, that. Mm. Under President Muhammad Buhari. And he emerged victorious in all of those circumstances. So is this a tested and proven war horse that you want to go all out with or all out against? That is something that I don't think the people would want again. For the stability of that state, for the dividends of democracy, if anything like that exists, I think reverse people require a calm, a calm affairs um, a calm governance. All right. I want to pose a question to you. Um, when you mentioned the Ijo group, and it makes me want to ask you this question. Yeah. And in the place where you have, um, you know, in, in constitutions, even in political parties, um, um, constitution, there's power rotation. Sure. It has to go around. Um, right now, in over 16 years, I don't think an Ijo man has ever been governor. the that, governor. This is the first time. This yes. is the first time. Yes. Um, do you think that uh, we should not be bothered about and power rotating or we should just be bothered about how the structure and how um, the system of government should go especially for river state like you are we are abigail issues of power rotation is not constitutional it's just a gentleman agreement mm. say okay in the interest of development you do i do and the other person also do. it's just to give everybody a sense of Fair belonging chance, like yes. you know mm. so um we had a situation whereby Ruth Mi Amechi, an Ikwere man, was governor, mm. you know, of River State for eight years. And you had Governor Yosom Wiki, who, was an who is an Ikwere man, by the way, and was governor for eight years. The heavens didn't fall. And I think um, it's, just, it's, it's just fair for you to acknowledge that, look, this hasn't happened. But as a child of Providence, mm. I came as an Ijoman, and this person, provided he was in the position to say another equipment can still succeed me and nothing would happen yeah. because it has happened in the past and nothing really happened in terms of you know destabilizing the state and all of that so it's it's only good and fair that you acknowledge that this man had a role through the instrumentality of the heavens to mm -hmm. allow for me to be governor mm -hmm. and then just try to to be a gentleman or okay he was your accountant you were his accountant general yes at some point the efcc we have mentioned here was on his trail and the governor protected him with all his with all he had is this the way to pay back in less than six months i think that's a worry for me mm. and i'm speaking in the political context of things and not necessarily the other angles that anybody would want to look at i'm not a politician but i just think that from the outside this should never have been the situation and fubara fubara should have been man enough to mm. say look we can have these rifts we can have these disagreements these issues would come up but it's our ability to stabilize things it's our ability to find the solution that defines who we are as leaders of the state all right, moving on. And you know that we, we were applauding the fact that we spoke about just before um, Tinibu actually intervened in the crisis and we spoke about um, him being uh, 
the president and intervening in, in such matters. But um, a lot of people have uh, contrary opinions to that, especially that of the former Minister of Works, Babatunde Raji Fashola. Mm-hmm. He said that uh, Tinubu intervening is not intervention. Not, I mean, it's, it's not, not needed mm-hmm. that these people know what should be done. <laughs> and he's right. And they know the proper procedures. They know what uh, they, have, they are to do in this situation. So Tinubu um, intervening is not, is not needed at the moment. Um, um, I know that a lot of people will be like... Ah, but he's the president. He's like, permit me to put in quote, he's the daddy of the yeah. of the country. And he's supposed to bring his children when there's a bit of squabble right there. But you saying that um, he should not intervene, even though, yes, I'm, I want to believe that, um, especially for, I know for River State and then for Ondo State, which seems to be like a back and forth all the time. It's like people not knowing what the provisions of the constitution are and they are trying to tweak it or trying to act like it doesn't exist. Well, um... For Fashola, I would want to share in the fact that there are grown people who know what to do. There are people who came through um, by the constitution. People voted for them. They should follow the constitution too. And permit me to use the word, not stressing the old man to be intervening in their, in their, in their issue. <laughs> what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, before, before you said that, mm. um, there had been calls for the president to intervene in all of this. Yes. And if there's instability anywhere... It means that the country would be affected. Definitely. Look, look the sort of attention that we have given, even the press, the media. So far, dig yes. Get, dig get. So how can the president not um, intervene in, 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 the, in the sense of it? I think it was only fair, it was only nice for all of us that he did. But my worry is that he was more political in mm. this solution, you know, and he was one-sided. And this is someone that, look, there have been these allegations of, um, an attempt to make the country a one-party state yeah. hanging over his mm-hmm, head. Mm-hmm. And you went all out to prove that, look, this... We just might so, be true. Dig it. Mm. Dig it. So, that's the problem. That's the only challenge that I have. But, for example, if this involves the PDP as a political party... Would he do the same thing? I'm coming. Um, what I mean is, mm. Fubara was voted under the People's Democratic Party. Yes. Could the PDP stakeholders not have been invited to this meeting? Mm. For example, since this is an attempt to just provide a solution, exactly. I'm just looking at it holistically. Rather than you have that silence on the issue of the defection of those lawmakers, mm. for me, speak a lot speaks a lot. For the party know. PDP? Yes. Because I, yes. I, I talked about it too and I was, I was wondering, I was like, why... Why the sudden silence from them? I was expecting that um, I would either get see a memo or the BOT of the PDP will come out to speak about it. I was hoping that something would come out of there, but the absolute silence from the party, the People's Democratic Party, well, it, it beckons for answers. And joining us this morning is Honorable John Akantu, who is a pop. Publicity Secretary of the People's Democratic Party right here on the plateau. Lovely morning to you and welcome to the show. Again. Yes, good morning. It's good to have you here. Um, before you, before Merry you, Merry Christmas in advance. Yeah, Thank Merry you. Christmas to you too in advance. Thank you. Good How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you, sir. To God be the glory. Yeah, great things he has done. And before you came in, we were discussing on the. How do you mention in BOT? <laughs> the BOT of, <laughs> of the PDP. PDP. Yes. yes, on the case of the Rivers case. And uh, myself and Gibber were just wondering why it seems like it was an awkward silence from them not speaking, saying, or saying anything actually in that instance, even to the point that um, um, the president intervened between the Wiki and Fubara case. And it didn't seem like we had them. Um, People's Democratic Party stakeholders at that um, intervention. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Well, the national leadership intervened in that uh, one. You know, don't forget that all of River State is a PDP state. Mm. 
and from the governor to members of the House of Assembly to the National Assembly, all of them were elected under the platform of the People's Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, the, 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 the leadership of the party, they are loyal to the, the leadership of the party and they should be loyal to the leadership of the party from the state to the national level because we have only one leadership at the national level. Mm -hmm. And uh, the national was just watching, first and foremost, the national leadership intervened uh, in the fracas between the, the former governor, Yosem Wuche, and then uh, Fabura, at a stage which was yet to lead to where we are today. So, but when it uh, led to where uh, the national, the members of the state assembly, about 25 of them, it was initially 27, about two withdrew, uh, declaring across capitating from the People's Democratic Party to to, to the APC. Mm. The national leadership intervened, came up with a statement that you cannot go with our mandates. And the best thing to do is to vacate your seats. And that is the position of the party. And so, vacating seats, uh, it happens here in the plateau when Lalong himself declared his seat vacant at that time when he was the speaker under the People's Democratic Party. Mm. So the constitution of the country, the Nigerian 1999 as amended, is very clear. You cannot, once you uh, uh, move or cross carpet from your political party, or you come from your political party that sponsored you mm. to another political party, automatically you've declared your seat vacant. You don't need any interpretation. You don't need to go to court for any interpretation. The constitution is very clear on that. So that is the position. But however, I, yesterday I learned that uh, there was an intervention by the president and then for all of them to come back. So we want to see. It happens yesterday and you cannot expect any reaction from the national leadership of the party because of course things must, they do things with consultation. So this is what happened yesterday, the intervention of Mr. President. And of course, and I can assure you, by today and then tomorrow, the national leadership will come out with its own position. So the national leadership doesn't act uh, in vacuum or doesn't act like that. There must be a consultation from the state chapter of the party. That is why we are here as the states, as, as chapters. We are administrative chapters. But we don't take decisions on behalf of the party. But it is the national leadership that takes decisions on behalf of us because correspondence to all relevant institutions is done by the national leadership of the party, not us. No. All right. Let's look at um, the, the forthcoming rerun election in Plateau State, especially Plateau North Central District and the just north Basa federal constituency election. Um, what is the situation of things right now? Um, I'm fully aware that by virtue of the certified true copy of the judgment, of course, you were in court when all of those pronouncements were made. And let me just quote from page 38 of that certified true copy of the judgment. The Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, is hereby ordered to conduct a fresh election into the said Plateau North Central District not later than 90 days from today. That's on the day of judgment being the 22nd day of October 2023. All the political parties herein shall participate in the rerun slash fresh election. That's clear. 
by the reading of the judgment from the judges. But there has been this insinuation that the PDP wouldn't be a part of that, those elections. I would like for you to speak to us about that and the communication that is taking place currently between the PDP and INEC regarding this exercise. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I, I don't think once you read, once you know English language and you can read and understand, I don't think there is anything different with from what you have read. But only that some mischief persons wants to uh, cause confusion. Uh, I learned that uh, Yangzi has been going helter-skelter, uh, deceiving people that the PDP will not participate. Uh, he should be able. He should. He should concentrate on paying the twenty million charges against him, not to be confusing people. He went to court for interpretation. He was. He was. He was struck. His case was struck out, and he was fined twenty million. So why is he bored? Why is he disturbing people? Uh, the, I, I. I am in a contract with the national leadership of our uh, of our party. INEC had uh, uh, interactive section. Had a party with political parties, with leadership of political parties, and the People's Democratic Party was invited. Was invited for that party in preparation to the February first election rerun. So, and it is interested. It is. It will interest you to note, and I can affirm to you that our two officers, not only one officer, represented the People's Democratic Party in that party, the INEC headquarters. The Deputy National Secretary of the party, who is acting as the National Secretary, represented the party there. The National Organizing Secretary, who is his responsibility, represented the party there. So the two people, the National Secretary, who is the Chief Engine Room of the party, and then the Organizing Secretary, who is serving with the responsibility of organizing elections and congresses, was represented by, was, he represented the People's Democratic Party there. So those two officers represented the party. They are in line with the portfolio or in line with the responsibility of their offices. So I wonder why somebody will come and sit down that the People's Democratic Party will not participate. And I'm even working on that to issue a statement. I've been mandated by the National to issue a statement in that regard. So, and the, 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 the gentleman as read by you is very clear and explicit. All political parties here shall participate. Why are you just trying to, why do we dispense our energy? trying to uh, let them go and campaign. Oh. Let them go and meet the people. Oh. Mm. Already we have already informed our people, our supporters, who gave us that, that mandate. And the people have promised us that they are coming back to restore that mandate again. So it is not an issue of whether the PDP will not pass. PDP is going to, it has, it has been affirmed. And there is no any court that has come out to say, I don't, don't, don't allow PDP to participate. And mm. I are going by the content of the judgment as clearly read and they are going by that and there is nothing to the contrary there is no anything that comes to the contrary and therefore we are fully prepared uh, House of Representative member Musa Aga has started going around yesterday he has started moving around because he believes in the people because we believe in the people we don't believe in rumors we act and believe that, yes, this is the true position. And then we walk in line with the people. We mm. meet the people. Explain to the people, because people believe in us. All right. And we still call on people to disregard any form of uh, intimidation, propaganda, that will not solve the problem. You cannot have a good representative who, who feeds 
and then survive on propaganda. You only a, a good leader can come from his pure heart, from his position, from clarity, from sincerity of purpose, and who he is. Not somebody that will be running health security, nobody will be desperate to be a senator. It is the people that will choose you, not your desperation. Right, Honourable um, um, John, let me ask. Um, one of the major arguments that came up in court, or the statements that we saw that came up in court for the People's Democratic Party, why some of these um, elections were nullified, were the fact that the court said the PDP didn't have structure. Those were some of the stands that they came from. Um, just so that we get clarity and the people get clarity, has that structure that been is, fixed? I can tell you that that is a political judgment. Thank God, Nigerians have cried. The constitution is different. And I can tell you that I was, I, you know, in, in the course of our consultation, because even if you must not be a lawyer to read the Electoral Act, because it's written in English. Yes. You must not be a lawyer to read the Nigerian Constitution. It's written in English. So there is no any English word that you cannot understand. The Electoral Act 2022 has, is very clear. It, 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 it further stated clearly that even the INEC report is not even relevant to affirm a congress of a political party. Once the national leadership of that party, the neck of that party approved the list of its structure from state down to world, or from world to the state, it's time, and there is no court of law that can overturn that. Electoral Act of 2022. Mm. And nobody has gone through that. Even some of lawyers have not, gone, have not read through those positions. So, even to our own, we have the INEC report that clearly stated that you have. And we have a court judgment by Justice Agishi of the Federal High Court. They even went to court to challenge the legitimacy of our, our own legitimacy as a pre-election matter before the election. But they lost out. They were not satisfied at the, at the lower court, Federal High Court. They went to appeal. They dragged us to appeal. We didn't go to appeal. And we went and defeated them there based on the facts presented. The Court of Appeal went and affirmed the judgment of Justice Agishi. Clearly, we stated clearly that PDP is not in disobedience to court order. That is Court of Appeal. How can you at the Court of Appeal Tribunal come to set, come to set aside a judgment of the same court? We have never seen this kind of thing in this country. But to God be the glory, Nigerians have cried out for the injustice meted on the people of Plato and other states, for the conflicting judgments. Today, voice of, because of that voice of reasoning, the CGN has set up a committee under the former, former CGN, CGN. Mm. to review the conflicting judgments across the country. And Plato number one, Followed by Kano and Nasarawa and other places. Because our case is similar to that of Borno. Our case is similar to that of Lagos and other things. But that judgment, where our judgment was different entirely. And unfortunately, when I was in court, Justice Abang was reading his judgment. How can you, when Electoral 2000, President Muhammad Buhari signed electoral act into law in 2002 2022 2022 sorry mm. to be effective in 2023 election 
And 2023 election, immediately after the president has appended his signature on that, it became what? Loan. From that moment, anything had to do with election, you have to use the 2022 Electoral Act. But all our elections, primaries, the primaries that produce all the candidates, yes. we are done under the 2022 Electoral Act. And to our amazement, to our surprise, disgracefully, a judge will go and sit and use the 2010, 2020, 2010 Electoral Act. In 2023 election, 2010 Electoral Act, in 2023 election, are we in a banana republic? Have we reached that level you of, have of abusing processes as an officer? So these are issues that Nigerians have raised questions. You cannot change the constitution of the country overnight because we are a judge. You cannot change the procedure overnight because you want to perfect an interest. The law must take its course. And thank God, our everything of the People's Democratic Party falls within the covers of law. And when you said, oh, this is of no structure, no structure, we will ask questions, we have been asking questions, reverently. Who has deregistered the People's Democratic Party? Have you people deregistered the People's Democratic Party? The answer is no. People's Democratic Party is a registered institution under the Act of the Registration, the Registration Act, recognized by the body that is studying without responsibility, which is INEC. Nobody has come out to say you have been deregistered. And by law, the only the only institution that can come and say that no. You have not fulfilled all the the, 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 the rules of engagement, all the, 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 the ingredients that qualifies you to be a political party. So we are going to deregister you. The most Democratic Party has never witnessed that. And Anik has not come out to say that you are we have, you have been deregistered. For somebody to come and say that you don't, you don't have structure, it looks funny. Because we have only one certificate of incorporation. And it's by it's it's only at the National Secretariat. Not at the state. The state doesn't have different uh, registration. And it is the National Secretariat that conducts primaries. It is not a state chapter. We are just we are we are just an administrative arm to ease communication for campaigning purpose. But any other thing, correspondence is done by the national. It is the national now for instance in this uh uh, uh, rerun now that is going to take place. And mm -hmm. of course, everything will start afresh. Even Mwatkon uh, is not an automatic candidate. So maybe the national will come and say, that, okay, there is a room for anybody that who wants to contest. If you want to contest, if you want to contest with Mwatkon, primaries, definitely primaries will be conducted. And it is the national that will conduct the primary. Substitution of candidates? Yes. It is the national. It is not the state. So we await further instruction in that regard from the national. All right. You had cause yesterday, Honorable, to release a statement that um, the PDP is one and united as against some reports indicating there are cracks following the judgments of the appeal court. 
against the PDP in Plateau State. I would like for you to speak to us on that, also in connection with some of the statements credited to a former governor of the state, Fidelis Tabgon. How true are some of the things that have been making the rounds? And about the former governor's pronouncement, a BOT member, how did the party receive that? And what are certain attempts that the party has made to reach him, perhaps to explain his position? Well, uh, it's unfortunate that um, uh, some members of the, our party will choose to go contrary against the rules of engagement in line with our constitution. Uh, as, as a member of the party, you are barred from causing, from taking any decision that will cause disaffection within the party. As a member of the party, not to talk of an ESCO. Does no, that not infringe on member. the freedom of expression? No, no. Freedom of expression is different from what has happened. When you talk about freedom of expression, there are how do you express your freedom? You don't, for instance, you don't try to cause disaffection within the party and you call it freedom of expression. I get what I'm saying. Yes. In this case, I cannot sit down as the public secretary of the party, no matter how, what we have done. There are mechanics, there, there are channels in which we solve things within the party, we handle things within the party. Whether, there are, whether you have disputes, there are channels in which you solve the disputes. Have you exhausted those channels? In the case of uh, Ambassador Tabun, the party has taken its position. Has, he has breached the constitution of the party. And then the party will act in line with that. So we don't need to go further, but it's unfortunate. So a BOT member will come out, first and foremost, it is your political party that won the election. Won the election in the states. And at that time when Caleb Mutfan was declared governor, he has not come out to congratulate Caleb Mutfan. When Governor Caleb Mutfan was affirmed by the trial tribunal, Ambassador Tabun did not come out to congratulate Caleb Mutfan. All of a sudden, when Court of Appeal went and reversed the decision of the trial court, it is now the time for him to call on and say, Kale Mutfang should congratulate uh, Nantawe. Knowing very well that the process has not been uh, concluded. We still have an appeal. We still have a stage, a step to go for appeal in the, the, in the, in the, in the, in the Supreme Court. Why? Will you now come out to say, Mushfang should resign and congratulate Nantawe? On what capacity? If I may ask, is he speaking for the people, for 500 and something people of Plato that voted for Caleb Mushfang? After all, he didn't work for Caleb Mushfang in 2023 election. We have the report. He didn't work for, 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 for the success of the PDP. The report is very clear. We have a report from his ward. Did he also work for another party? He worked for the APC. He has not been with us. 
But the, we have been managing this situation. We allow that because he is an elder state man. I would respect his position as an elder. But when you come to this stage as an elder to expose yourself to this kind of situation, you don't expect the party to just keep quiet. Because the, 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 the party is above individual. It's above an individual. All right. So the party will take its course on that. The rules of engagement, the constitution of the party is very clear, spell out very clear the kind of discipline that will be uh, on those kind of uh, members that breach the constitution. So when we meet, the decision will be taken, and I will come back and alert to you the decision of the party on that. And I can assure you that uh, uh, as, at, as at yesterday, the, even the southern zone has taken decision on that. All right, so, all right, so it is not an issue, but it's unfortunate mm. that we have such kind of uh, elders that will try to cause disaffection in the states. What could be the problem? He has refused to tell Nigerians or plateau people his problem with the People's Democratic Party. All along he has been participating, all along he has been participating uh, in the process during the election when uh, presidential candidates will visit plateau states. Uh, they want to see delegates because he's a beauty member, he's a statutory delegate. He will be invited. He will come. And in 20, I can tell you that in 2020, in 2019, when Sekundus was the chairman of the People's Democratic Party, and Atiku was a candidate at that time, they sent in a delegation for reconciliation. He said his problem is uh, Baba Jam. A committee came. Under the leadership of Yocha uh, Ayo, and then with two members, governor, former governor uh, Babangira Aliu of Niger State, chief servant, and former governor Wada of uh, Koji State, they came to the party secretariat and had a reconciliatory meeting. And he agreed that, yes, he has forgiven Jack. He has forgiven everybody. After that meeting, he went back again, so doing the same attitude. All right, Honorable, just because of our time, want of time, um, we were hoping to pick calls, but um, one of the questions that a lot of people on the planet want to know at the moment, will PDP be participating? If yes, how confident are, uh, is the PDP at the polls or the rerun? Absolutely. I can affirm to you 100%. After the outcome of yesterday's meeting with INEC, mm. PDP was present and PDP came out agree with the resolution of INEC and agree with the position of INEC and we are ready to support them to conduct free and fair election. All right, then. Because all of the political parties are participating, okay. including the People's Democratic Party. Party. All right, then. We'll take this call before we head on to social media for your comments. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? You got to beat you. That's good. Come Bernard on the line. Come Bernard, because of our time, 30 seconds, please. <laughs> I just want to appreciate the speaker and the honorable accounts. You have opened those things that we are talking on. The crux of the matter is that people will participate. You raised a very good fundamental question. You said, you know, in constitution, how one thing is what qualifies a governor or president? One is each. The other one is citizenship. The other one is about their certificate. And the other one is about you must be sponsored by you must be terrible. It's PDP not registered. What is the of Mikhail, of APC, and its structure, structure, structure? Which 
structure? Is it a corrupt structure or a good structure we are talking about? So let's forget about unfair governance, please. No. So this is, uh, I went to, I went to uh, Fubra. You know, we cannot adjust. You know, this is that we are forgotten about character in this country. We are talking about how much somebody poses. It's wrong democratic system. Let all raise it. The bedrock of every governor is judiciary. We are here. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much. Comrade Bernard, right there with his contribution. And give it yourself uh, if we can right. move on to social media. On Facebook, on yeah. Facebook, yeah. If they say the PDP has no structure, why are they on the ballot? PDP have structure, we are the structure. That's what he's saying. Fakuka factors go on. Says, thanks for always um, creating awareness on the politics of Nigeria, but I'm yet to be clear on which parties are going to participate in the rerun on the plateau. In January 2024, Dimas Bala says, as it stands today, people are still in confusion as to whether PDP are going to be on the ballot for the rerun of Plateau North Central election. People need to be clear on the issue because the narrative APC is selling out there is misleading. I don't know why they don't want the opposition. That's what you're saying. Albert Dagza says the credibility of the rerun election by INEC is as important and um, as the restructuring of PDP as a political party. Has PDP fixed its housing order? That's what you're asking. Titus Best says, Serious for me, seriously for me, we should never consider INEC in every election because in every issue that's happening now, they are the cause of it. Izang Asi says, I pray that the election would be free and fair. Shout out to Mr. John Akans. I love you guys. David Mark Sambo says, there's no cause for alarm. PDP will participate fully in the forthcoming rerun for Plateau North and just not Basa Federal constituency. Omar Dan says, why is PDP um, carelessly quiet about the propaganda ongoing that it will not participate in the Plateau rerun? Please, if PDP keeps mute, APC will suppress justice like the appeal court. Okay, divinely, Lucas says, the remedies and appeal process within the context of election petitions in Nigeria play a crucial role in ensuring fairness and transparency. Numerous comments, but let me take this last one. Olari Wajiberi says, the political brawl in Rivers is not going to end now because I believe the agreement signed is one-sided to favor the weakest faction. Fubara is going to be impeached come next year because the majority of the House members are under wiki. All right, I think we can squeeze in one more call before we leave the show. Hello, good morning. Adiga, good morning. Good morning, welcome to the show. What's your name where are you calling us from? Great comrade, uh, Akans. Good morning, sir. Good morning, my brother. This is Ajit Saad from UT Joshua. Ajit Saad, 30 seconds, please. Uh, uh, my sister and uh, my brother, Akans. It's very, very unfortunate that uh, Sabgun getting saved inside this kind of uh, problem. As a DOT member, let me say one thing on air. I cannot cause problem to anybody. A shifting of APC make me one one and told me that uh, uh, Abgun, we make sure that uh, PDP lose out, even a governorship in this state. I'm telling you, I'm amazed by this kind of comment from a DOT member of claim to be a DOT member of the party. But can we substantiate that? I'm yeah, telling exactly. you, let me tell you something. I'm very, very angry, and I want to tell Akans, let him go all the radio station in Plateau. I make it clear because ATC and Labour Party are going all around making some, 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 you know, 
allegations and some comments that we make sure that they, they scatter PDP in this state. Let All right, go that. Good thank, morning. You. thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you thank so you. much. Yes. Um, I want to get your response to some of the comments we've read and the calls we've taken uh, 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 in a uh, few seconds that we have. Right. Uh, thank you so much, uh, my dear. Uh, there is a comment, there is a call that came. Which party are going to participate? I've said it again. I've said it. Uh, that, uh, it is very clear that uh, in the judgment, all political parties therein shall participate. And People's Democratic Party is part of those political parties therein. So we are fully on ground and we're going to participate. Okay. And then because we were part of yesterday's meeting with INEC. And another question came that why is PDP quiet uh, based on the propaganda of the APC? That's why I'm here. We are not quiet. Uh, we were waiting for the outcome of yesterday's meeting. I don't forget that it was yesterday that INEC called a meeting between all political parties. And then now that we have, we have, we've been briefed by INEC on the next stage they are going to take and they've informed us that the election is uh, slated for February 1st. And they've said all political parties that were invited yesterday, yeah. their message was go and prepare towards February 1st. And we got that information yesterday. And we are fully prepared now to set up our ball rolling for the campaign. Mm. And then uh, we are not quiet. And uh, we begin to enlighten our people that yes, we have come to this level. Campaign will soon start. Within the Christmas and after Christmas, everything will kick off. As INEC has moved um, the reruns and by-elections to February. Uh, they've, uh, yeah, they vote to February 1st. That oh. was the suggested date yesterday. Well, in the, in the based meeting. on the court order that was given 19 days, does, does, doesn't does that um, counter? Well, well, maybe they might, have, they might have looked at the pros and cons, the legal part of it, yeah, for okay. them to arrive at that date. Mm. So, so, and the PDP? All the plant is prepared for the election. Very well, very well, very well. Our national has said, prepare. We've, we've come back from that meeting yesterday. Mm. So set the ball rolling for the campaign. All right. Well, thank you so much, Honorable John Akans, the thank publicity you for having secretary. Me. And uh, lastly, I think lastly, I yes. forgot, yeah. uh, you asked a question about the statement I issued yesterday. Yes, 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 yes. There is no dent whatsoever in the People's Democratic Party. You know, it is the, as a result of the comment by a beauty member that people will now see, people will now take advantage of that and say there is a crack between the People's Democratic Party. And I can tell you that that is the tactics of the EPC. And that that uh, there is a there is an online son online news uh, written by one daily Samson daily. Uh, it was a sponsored kind of thing by the APC, knowing very well that they're going to lose out because this issue of uh, we believe we firmly believe in the jurisdiction. I mean the 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 the, 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 the judges of the Supreme Court. They will look at the merits, the way the trial court look at the merits of this matter, and we are confident. That we are coming out victorious, yeah. and then and then as such, APC have devised a means of trying to cause confusion within the People's Democratic Party as as part of their antics. Uh, they sponsored uh, a, a story uh, to 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 suggest that the People's Democratic Party uh, have a crack. Uh, there is a crack in the People's Democratic Party. We don't know where that is coming from. Mm. We are working in line with our executive. And the governor is the leader of the party in the state. And I can affirm to you that that position, it is constitutional. And Baba Jang is the father of the party. You can't take that away. All right. So, and we have come together as a team to agree on that. And I can tell you now, after this meeting, we are having a meeting with our governor, the People's Democratic Party. We are meeting with His Excellency. Right. On the way forward, 
preparatory to the rerun election. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Honorable John Akansu, is the Publicity Secretary of the People's Democratic Party, Plateau State Chapter. It was lovely Bless to have you. you on the show. Um, the news comes up by 10 o'clock. Keep your eyes locked on to J101.9 FM. From myself, have a lovely Tuesday. I'm from Gilbert Joseph. Good morning. Christmas is almost here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Ya na kake da sasaba haka. Eh ina ce ma flashin dina kika ina naga kiranki. Flash. Thank you for listening to JFM podcast.